This is the Authentically Mental Podcast, a podcast all about mental health, sexuality, and recovering from abuse. I'm your host, Kayla Hurt, and this is episode 19, Faking It, All About Sex, with my special guest, Katie. Hello, guys, and welcome to Authentically Mental. This is episode 19. I am your host, Kayla Hurt, and I'm here with my amazing guest today, Miss Katie, with a C-A-T-Y, for those of you wondering. Hey! Katie is back. She's been on a previous episode for 12... Maybe eight. Maybe eight. I don't remember. Something like that. I don't remember. I'm a bad host because I don't remember and I don't do my research It's fine. We should have looked at it, but it's cool. It was a great episode. It was... What were you even talking about that episode? Oh, education. It was the education one. Yep. We were talking about... Being uh, a student and having anxiety Mm -hmm. because that's what I have. Anxiety and depression. I have anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Update on that, guys. When we last spoke, I was not medicated. You're medicated now. Today, your girl is medicated. And I'm feeling good. So, Kayla, she hooked me up over here with um, Dr. Martha St. John. Martha St. John. Yeah, I know she talks about that doctor on this podcast a lot. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to casually just plug that in here, too, now. Endorse that. Because great. Yes. You're on Lexapro now. Yes, I am. You're part of the Lexapro fam. I'm part of the fam, fam jam. And you're on 10 milligrams right now, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because she starts everybody on that. She starts everybody on that. So then, yeah, that's what I'm on. I know some people start out on five. I did not start on five. I was definitely in the double digits. Yeah. I think I didn't start out on five because of my past medical history. I had been medicated before, and we had always kind of started me out, like, in the middle, quote, unquote. Uh-huh. So now I'm on 15, and we might bump me to 20. Oh, I nice. Think, I think 20 might be my magic number. Yeah. Because I still the have magic some... magic number. Right. Singing yeah. podcast brought to you by Katie. <laughs> Sorry, that's no, going to happen a lot, guys. I'm fine with it. Uh, I thought you said I'm five, and I was about to say the same, but then I heard what you actually said. It registered. I, I'm five on the I'm five on the inside. Oh yeah, I'm five. Like I'm definitely in my five. soul. In my soul, I'm totally still a five year old. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so For sure. being medicated is like probably one of the greatest things in the whole world. It makes everything less of an issue. Oh man, yeah, and like what's really cool is like it helps you to be able to like step back and notice your patterns see and and be like whoa yeah one thing that happened with me and my panic attacks is i don't mentioned this on the podcast before when i get angry uh when i get anxious i get angry yeah me too i have rage anxiety <sighs> Dang, I don't yeah. rage, rage, but I, rage. I, I get like silent, angry. I'm like, no, I rage. I, will, I won't like outward rage, but I will inward rage inside of me. It's like a fucking blazing storm. Honestly, I mean, probably a terrible. I would say this is probably like too soon joke, but it's like California on fire in my soul when I have a panic attack. Yeah, shout out to everybody going through that campfire right now. Um, yeah, tots and prayers, guys. Tots, tots and, and prayers. prayers. Not making, not making fun, but like, if anybody who listens to this podcast has been affected by the California campfire, please reach out to yeah. me at authenticallymental at gmail.com. I'll also to put together a care package for you and get you something. Yeah. Like blankets, clothes, Anything. diapers. Diapers I, are probably important. I, Bottles. I just saw a post today. Um, somebody lost everything and she's eight months pregnant. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. 
So yeah. if anybody has like any, like by the time this airs, this will be in November. So yeah. Um, but we're in November right now. But if anybody um has anything that they want to like donate or send my way that I can send out to the California people, that'd be super sweet. Wow. But but yeah, when I um. I mean, that's why, like, a lot of people don't know this. Ryan and I almost didn't make it. Yeah. Ryan and I almost didn't make it because when I got anxious, I got angry, and I threw his shit off the balcony one time. Oh, man. That sounds fucking cray. Yeah. Yeah. I have never done anything that crazy. It's always been an inward rage, and it's like an inward turmoil thing. Like, I will beat myself up mentally and get so, so heated and angry Mm -hmm. until I just kind of explode, and then I do some... Then I do some stupid shit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No. When when probably the first two years, Ryan and I dated were probably the hardest, and it was mostly because of my anxiety disorders, specifically my abandonment issues. Yeah. So, um, once I got medicated, changed my fucking life. Hell yeah, dude. For me, a lot of my anxiety came from this really unrealistic pressure I put on myself to be, like... Perfect and incredible and... Not necessarily perfect, but incredible is a good word, probably. To be be something, like, noteworthy, I guess. Yeah. I feel that. I don't know. I'm the same way. And it's like, do I really need to... And, you know, I don't know. I hit that point again uh, earlier in, or like, three weeks ago, and I texted you. You did. I did the thing, and there were some poor results with that message, but it's fine. Yeah. Because we later communicated the um, the things that needed to be communicated, which is how relationships work, guys. Yeah. Not just relationships with your significant other, but relationships with all humans. Well, and, I th- and I'll be <sighs> I'll be candid here, because you had texted me, it was about school. Yeah. And you were like, I don't want to do school. It's like I'm fucking over it. I'm yeah. so sad. I don't want to do this. I'm like, how do I? How much do I really want or need this degree? This means nothing to me. Blah blah blah. Like I always do. Yeah. All right. And the thing is, it's like well, I said earlier that I helped the the, med, the Lex Pro helped me notice my patterns. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, in that whole state, that that was one of my patterns. That's mm-hmm. in that point every semester. I was like, oh, shit, I'm doing it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Right. But I had already texted you at that point. Yeah. And, and then. Well, and then I was kind of a shit friend. And when I say kind of, I mean, I was a shit friend because all I've ever wanted was to get my college degree. That's all I've ever wanted. Like, I've always wanted to be educated. Mm-hmm. And it, I put myself in that situation, and that's not fair because we're not the same person, mm-hmm. you know. And everybody handles things a lot differently. Yeah. And I put myself in that situation, and I was just like, God, like Katie's just being so unreasonable and so ungrateful for what she has. And I got pissed. Yeah. I got pissed because I put myself in that situation. I didn't think about what you needed. I didn't think about what you were going through and how you were feeling I was focused on me and how I was feeling and how I would feel in that situation and how good you have it and I was and I got pissed yeah and full disclosure guys I do have it really really good and I honestly can't complain and I'm gonna stay in school because that's like the right thing to do but I was just at a point in my life where I really needed some support where I was like I just need somebody to tell me that you're gonna be okay that I have really 
amazing big girl panties and an ass that fills them and I can do this. Yeah. And I didn't do that because I didn't know that's what you needed. Yeah. And I was really focused on just, I was just really focused on me. I was being a shit friend at the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just really focused on me at the time and I was being a shit friend to you when you were like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do school. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that you're a shit friend, but I was at that moment. You definitely were not providing what I needed. Yeah. In the moment that I needed it. But I also did not express exactly what I need. No. But that's okay. So that is fine. Being medicated has helped me ten times. But on today's podcast, we're actually not talking well, we're kinda of talking a little bit about medication, but I guess we can talk about medication a little bit in this context. Why not? But we're also talking about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Sorry, I had to listen to that. <laughs> so, but we're talking about sex because we haven't talked about sex on this podcast in a long ass time. It's been a minute since you guys have talked about sex. So we're going to talk about sex. This is Authentically Mental. It's a podcast all about mental health, sexuality, and recovering from abuse. And I've only touched on sexuality once so far yeah. on episode five with Nino Batista. Which I've been trying to get Nino back Which on. I love that episode. That was a great episode. It was a great episode. I've been trying to get him back on, but he keeps ghosting me. Somebody at Nino Batista for me. At he doesn't Nino. ghost me. He doesn't ghost me. I'm being a, I'm being facetious. He's busy, that. okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a busy life. That's really what it is. He's usually gone all the time, traveling, living his luxurious life as a glamour uh-huh. photographer. Right. You know. Anyways. But that's the last time I talked about sex on this podcast. Well, let's talk about sex today. We're going to talk about sex. Because you've been talking about... You've been reading... You've been reading and talking about a book. Slash listening to. I haven't been actually reading it because I listened to it. Um, So... Fun fact, I work at a bookstore here in Katy. It's an independent bookstore, so shout out to Katy Budget Books if you ever need to get some books. I've been in there. I've listened there. I've listened there. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm a bookseller. That's my profession. I like it. It's my favorite job I've ever had. It's pretty great. It's a pretty great job. Uh, I love my job. Anyways, so... um, But you work... So you work at Katy Budget Books, and you came across this book. And remind me what the title is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I was like, what am I listening to? So yeah, I was, uh, I have this, um, service called Libro FM and uh, that's how I get my, my audio books. Mm-hmm. Great, great books. And, um, I, since I'm a bookseller, I can get a whole bunch of books like ahead of time. Um, from them. And so one of the ones on the ALC list this month was this book called Faking It by Lux Alptrom. I don't want to completely butcher her name, but Lux Alptrom. Actually, I don't... Maybe they... I don't know. I don't know how this person identifies, so... Oh, they, it... I don't know. She... Maybe. Don't know. We're LGBTQ friendly on the show. Didn't ask. Haven't actually talked to the person ahead of time. Is it LGBTQI now? Am I leaving out somebody? I don't know. I don't know what the I would stand for. There's somebody is... There's someone else. If I'm leaving anybody out, just let me know. I'm not trying to be an exclusive here on the show. Yeah. Not my goal. There there are definitely lots of letters to the alphabet. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there are, I would say, as many different letters to the alphabet as there are people in the world. So let's true be story. really honest. Let's be they're very true. But so everybody's into their own thing. Anyway, so I've been listening to this book, Faking It, mm-hmm. and it's so good. Um, I think I'm like almost done with it now. I'm like into the conclusion. But it's basically like all about the female orgasm. And um, it's like subtitle is the lies women tell about sex and the truths they reveal. And it's just got a whole bunch of really, really great like personal uh, stories in there. Not like personal um, from the author, but there's a lot of input from um, from I guess people that she she's interviewed, people that she knows, people of authority. You know, on mm-hmm. the on the subject, there's a lot of person. There's a lot of really really good input in there that just kind of like talks about how women have this this like need to. Um, it's like this inherent need to make the man think that they've like done their job or whatever when it comes to sex. There's a lot of um ego boost. Yeah, there's like that a, goes with sex. There's lately. a whole lot of like um cuz I know that a lot of women like don't like there's there's a couple of women that that talked in the book about like um I think they called it anorgasmia where you like don't it's really hard for you to have an orgasm or like there was that one woman who like has never had sex before and she's been married to her husband for like years six years i think interesting and they're talking about like how some men would look at that as like a personal conquest something to like boost their ego uh, and and not like an opportunity for a more meaningful connection and i think that this book really approached that in a way that was very empowering to women in the sense of like um not necessarily that women deserve to be pleased first or pleasured first but like more along the lines of women know what we want when it comes to our own sexuality. Well, and, and like it's it's more about taking it into your own hands. Yeah, and you and I kind of talked about this when you had mentioned that you were reading when you mentioned to me that you were reading this book because you and I are pretty open with each other. Mm-hmm. Um cuz we have that kind of relationship and we communicate very well when I'm not being a selfish cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Which if Bitch. anybody's if anybody's wondering, I did apologize for being a selfish cunt when Katie needed me. And, Obviously. And we figured it out and we now i know what when you text me and you're like fuck everything i'm just fuck i'm gonna die i I just need to text no bitch you're fine that cardi b is a bad bitch and so are you yeah just say it's fine everything's fine and you'll be okay and send me lyrics to cardi's and i've always been at cardi b because she is fucking fine yeah somebody at cardi b we we did this on the last podcast nobody at cardi b for me i'm a little disappointed in my fan base right now yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Mm. Anyways, so but this book is great. It is. It, from what you've told me, it sounds great. And mm-hmm. you and I kind of talked about it because I mentioned that when you're on SSRIs, which is what Lexapro is. Yes. It's an SSRI. Sometimes having an orgasm can be complicated. Yes. Um, you haven't had that side effect. No, I am one of the lucky ones. I have not experienced anything, at least not anything noticeable that I'm, like, aware of. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean... And you and I are kind of twins because you were, we're both on Lexapro. I'm a little bit higher dose than you. Mm-hmm. I've done really well as far as side effects are concerned, um, both with any kind of adverse effect physically as well as sexually i really haven't had too many the one side effect that really knocked me on my ass was the sleep, the sleep. yeah that for the got first, me really bad for the first like month and a half i was like 
sleeping an extra six hours in the day. Mm-hmm. And you like, told me about that. it was intense. And it wasn't like every single day, but it was at least every other day. And I was at least taking a nap every day. Mm-hmm. But like, there were some days when those naps were six hours long. Yeah. And, but one of the side effects that I haven't had it too bad, but every once in a while when I'm having sex, I just don't orgasm. Mm hmm. And it's not any kind of indication of, you know, Ryan's skill or, you know, it's, it's not like that. And a lot of people want to make it about that. Like, oh, what is he doing wrong? And I'm like, he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. The, sometimes I don't orgasm because I'm on an SSRI. The hard thing it for happens. me, the hard thing for me sometimes is like my body doesn't readily make lubrication as easily as maybe some other women's bodies do. That can have to do with SSRI. Mm-hmm. That can be the IUD. Yeah. That's what I was saying that you and I are kind of twinsies because we're both on Lexapro. Twinsies? Oh yeah, I also have IUD. And we That's both have thing. we both have Monera IUDs. I don't have Monera. You I don't? have uh don't you mean Morena? Morena, whatever. No, I have um Skyla. Oh, okay. It's a little bit smaller than Morena. I thought you had a Morena. No. I have a Morena IUD. You have an IUD as well. But it's, it's still it's still a hormonal IUD. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is it's too. It's just smaller. It's just smaller. And so you and I are kind of the same in that we have, I don't want to say similar sexual experiences, but we both are on two things that affect our sex life, mm-hmm. whether we want to or not. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of... I don't want to say shame, but there's a lot of pressure. Like, as much as women feel the need to orgasm for men, there's a lot of pressure on the men to make women orgasm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's something that's, like, ingrained in men. So, on that note, that was something that was addressed in in the book, but it kind of really touched mostly on, on the woman side of that. But I didn't think about the man side of that. You're right. Like, mm-hmm. it's probably something that's ingrained to in them. Like, from... Well, I feel like it's attached... A young to their, age. I feel like it's attached to their self-worth. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, it's definitely part of their ego. And an ego... I really believe that man's ego... Is, um, a man's ego is attached to their self-worth too yeah so yeah I, I agree the things that i think that are attached to the male self-worth and men feel free to write, write in on this at authenticallymental.gmail.com if you want to talk about this because i'm open to have a conversation about it obviously i'm talking about it on the podcast but mm-hmm. um i think things that are tied to the male self-esteem are making a woman come or making a man come, whichever way you... Making their sex partner come. Making making your partner come. Have an orgasm, whatever euphemism you want to use, word, whatever. Um, being able to provide. Mm-hmm. And protect. And protect. There's a small dick man going by right now. <laughs> Speaking of dicks... <laughs> wow! Uh- <laughs> Did you guys hear the small dick that just drove by? It was a, I know what truck that is, too. And it's like this big dually truck that spews and toxic and gas shit. On, on a real note, though, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit. And kind of And kind of, like, shame us for a second here. Uh, I had a friend that I, like, just met that day. But she brought something up to my attention that was really um, totally fair. Can we stop shaming men 
for having a small dick. Like, can can like that's can we not associate? Can we not associate like small dick with? Check check one two check check one two. Okay, cool. All right. So, anyways, we were talking about small dicks. Small dicks. Yeah, we need to stop comparing or equating like men with small dicks with men with like bad qualities, like being an asshole or being um, a womanizer or being an abuser or like whatever. Like that doesn't always mean they have a small dick and that means like people like like good men that just happen to have small dicks then feel bad about their small dicks and having a small dick is not necessarily a bad thing no so it's really not like it gets a bad rap but yeah you know it's just in general i mean like we're all we're all guilty of it we all we all have said stuff like that but just keep that in mind is, is all i'm asking yeah i think that's a reasonable request really because honestly you know I feel like that's probably part of the toxic masculinity culture. Yeah. Probably. I think so. I would be hard-pressed to think that that's where that comes from. But, yeah, I mean, a man's self-worth or a person's self-worth can sometimes come from the ability of a woman orgasming or their partner orgasming. Yeah. And... Or at least that can be part of it. Yeah. I don't think that's... Well, maybe for some people, that is entirely all it's about. And I really wish it wasn't. I really wish it wasn't that way. A bunch of fiction that that's, like, really all it's about. A lot of erotica fiction (sighs) is written by men. Isn't it? Or am I wrong? Um, I think a lot of it is written by women. A lot of the authors I have on the shelf. I feel like a lot of... They're they're mostly women, I think. Yeah. Or maybe... Or at least, like author maybe male authors who write as women like with women pen names that that would be it's typically a lot of female names on the shelf it's a lot of female like i mean just and i can say that because i shelved that section at the bookstore you do shelve that section at bookstores so like just off the top of my head i can name sandra brown is a big one she's not an erotic fiction writer though. she's not i thought she was like a romance well she's contemporary romance. okay um contemporary romance and erotica are not the same thing although there are some contemporary romance authors who write very erotic fiction mm. um some erotic fiction writers i would say are laura lee yeah uh sylvia day shayla black um uh, what is the name? Tiffany Rice. Uh, Lisa Marie Jones or something like that. I think it's Lisa Marie Jones. They're like, let's see. Okay. They're uh, Sil- Sylvan Reynard. That's one man. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's a man anyways. Then why is it like... E.L. James, who wrote the Fifty Shades of Grey books. True. Um... Whenever, why is it then, like, whenever I read a book, well, this isn't technically erotica. Like, I would agree that most erotica and, like, romance stuff is written by men. But it seems like every time I read a book by a male author where there's, like, a female lead or, like, a female character, they're always, like, and she titted joyfully. Yeah, they they have ter- tits bouncily down the stairs. Men, men don't know how to write about the female <laughs> orgasm. I'm sorry. I just... But there are some women that don't know how to write about the female orgasm either. There, It's true. I'm now, considering writing erotic fiction. Did I tell you that? You haven't told me that. That's exciting. Yes, I think that's going to be a thing, guys. So, I, think, I think you should do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. 10, 10, 10 would read. Spoiler like, alert, guys. I'm in college to become a creative writer. Yeah. You're, well, you're getting an English degree, right? Like, that's your, like, degree, yeah. quote-unquote? English major, uh, concentration in the creative writing if I can get into the program. I need to go talk to my advisor and um, see about how I apply to get into the program. You can do it, fam. Uh, I gotta fight the will. Oh, look, the will to live. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Sailor J. Oh my god, she's so funny. Sailor J is the Oh god. I'm gonna say mixed, mixed race woman. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but she's she's of of she's a person of color. She's a person of beauty. And she is person of beauty. And she <laughs> But is, literally though, because she, she does is, makeup. She's literally a person of beauty because she's beautiful and she also does like makeup videos. But she does that. You'll know her from her contouring video where she's like men love pterodactyls. <laughs> And then she's crazy. It's like a pterodactyl. Yes, yes. So I'm sure you've seen it floating around on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to Sailor J. She's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for you writing erotica. For yeah, sure. yeah. I think that's gonna be I'm a thing for you. Yeah, I just, I, I, it's not necessarily that I don't like any of the erotic fiction out there because I do, I do read it and I do, I do enjoy it. Um, I just. I've been, like, stuck in this, like, fantasy world for so long. Not, like, erotic fantasy, but also not opposed to that. Uh, I've been, like, in, in fantasy fiction world, like, like adventure fantasy, high fantasy stuff mm-hmm. for so long, like, that I've been reading that I just need to read some smut for a while. I don't know if you've ever had that that feeling. So let me, let me spell it out for people who don't read because... There's a lot of less people who read nowadays. Yeah. So people who don't read, for people like Katie and I who do read, whether it's smut or fantasy or sci-fi or what the fuck ever, Mm -hmm. because I read it all. Mm -hmm. I've been going through a phase where I'm like listening to a lot of nonfiction. I have. I have. I've been reading a lot of memoirs and like biographies. I just read the best memoir of my life, Mm -hmm. Educated by Tara Westover. Mm -hmm. I actually invited her on the podcast. Yeah. I didn't get her on. That sucks. That it's okay. Everybody's busy. I get it. It's not a big deal. Um, but that's okay. But uh, reading smut for people like us is the same as you guys watching the Kardashians. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to fucking veg out and yeah. not give a shit. Not or think. or the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Or yeah. just like trash TV. Trash TV. That's, trash that's TV. Because I'm sorry, Kardashians are trash TV. Fight it me. is. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> Change my mind. <laughs> Change my mind. <laughs> Hashtag memes. Uh, Change my mind. Our generation. That's our whole generation. Shout out to millennials. Yay. Yay us. Mm -hmm. Comedy's ruined and we can't buy houses. (laughs) Sad laugh. Um, It's funny because it's true. (laughs) So you've been reading this book about the female orgasm. Yes. It's so good. I've been, I have, I have read what's on it. I don't know what's on it. I think a dried petal from one of my flowers. I have read a one of the only books I've read about the female orgasm. And this is not just about female orgasm. This is about, like, orgasm in general. So mm-hmm. it's for men and women. But it's called Pussy. And it's by uh, Re- Regina Thomas Thomas Hauer. I'm going to – I'm probably butchering her name. I know her first name is Regina. Last name is Thomas Hauer. I believe that's how you say it. But she is the founder of Mama Gina's School of Womanly Arts. And it's a great book. And it is about – 
you know, one's woman journey. I even highlighted some stuff in here. <gasps> yeah, man. Sacrilege. She okay. wrote in her book. I've highlighted. I didn't write. I highlighted. Um, yeah, I highlighted some stuff in here that like super duper spoke to me. And I was just, I was all, I was here for it. So let me read you the opening of the book, which I always thought was beautiful. And she dedicates this book to the women who will never hear it, hear of it, never even imagine it. Women who are currently living in the darkest corners of the world, whether inner or outer, who cannot even dream of having the luxury of to investigate the topics examined in the pages that follow. Like the butterfly effect, may these women somehow feel the impact of our love and devotion to all things women, even from afar, may a radiant light ignite theirs. Hmm. I thought that was really powerful. That is really nice. It is really nice. But this is a great book about the female orgasm and about the male orgasm. And um, she talks about how she was abused, which is a lot of what I highlighted because a lot of you know that I came from a fucked up home mm-hmm. uh, where I was abused. Not sexually. Um, I just want to put that out there. I was not abused sexually at home. That happened later in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Um, you know, it, it talks about her experience with that and about how she shut down and mm-hmm. about how trauma shuts you down. Yeah, totally. Sexually. A lot of, like... Trauma doesn't shut you down. Well, it doesn't just shut you down sexually. It shuts you down emotionally because you have this emotional response to something so visceral that it becomes unbearable for your body. Therefore, your body puts up this exterior Mm -hmm. that then numbs you out well and not only that but i feel like when you're abused mentally and physically whether it's sexually or not it doesn't really matter to me because abuse affects everybody differently and absolutely one thing that i think we've touched on on this podcast before is abuse is not central to where it happened Mm -hmm. so mental abuse is not central to just your mind right like depression and anxiety and stuff like that like when you're abused mentally and verbally it's not that abuse isn't just central to your own mental instability which is what most of my mental illnesses are rooted in is from the mental and verbal abuse i went through right but it also roots itself in your body and i don't mean like even on an energetic level or anything like that like no but like on a physical level like aches and pains and knots and physical things in your body yeah like physical things in your body and if you want to go into the energy conversation about it i've read you know i i a lot of people don't know this about me i studied religion for a long time so i've studied satanism i've studied um satanism i've studied satanism excuse me um i've studied uh witchcraft i've studied um judaism catholicism i was raised catholic um christianity of course baptist um Hindu uh, and Muslim. I've, I've studied all of it. That's a lot of religions. It's a lot of religions. Well, I you haven't know. studied that many religions. In fact, I've only studied my own religion that I grew up in. Yeah. Which was Mormonism. Mormonism, yeah. And then I stopped that because I was like, ha, religion sounds like not my cup of tea. Is it Jehovah's Witnesses or is it Mormons? I cannot remember who. It's Jehovah's Witnesses who knock on the door. No, they both do. They both do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not wrong. Por que no los dos? Yeah. But is it, it's Jehovah's Witnesses that are like, only 13 people get into heaven or something like that. Yeah, like a limited well, that, number, of, number of people get into heaven. That's definitely not Mormons. It's not Mormons, no. Um, it's I think it's Jehovah's Witnesses that do that. And I have a couple of Jehovah's Witnesses friends, so like, feel free to call me and bitch me out if I'm wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's been a long time since I studied any of these, so not everything stuck, guys. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what happens when you don't really have a religion anymore. Well, I'm agnostic, so I'm like, it could be aliens, it could be Tom Cruise. Please don't let it be Tom Cruise. Please don't let it be Tom Cruise. <laughs> but, you know, it could be aliens, it could be a female, I don't know. It could be a space turd, whatever. It could be Michelle Obama. It could be a... Oh, man. I'm gonna get so much hate for being like, it could be a Michelle Obama. And I would be okay with that. I would be so okay with that. She's so great. Me too. Do you think she'll run for president in 2020? I wish. Wouldn't that be rad? I would vote for her. You know what I want? What? I want a Biden Beto ticket. Yeah. That'd be good. Biden and Beto? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to get so much hate on my podcast. Yeah. Gonna be, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight me. I really want Michelle to, to run, though. I do, too. Would you do a Michelle uh, Warren ticket? I would do a Michelle Warren Oh, ticket. I would so vote for that yeah. ticket. Michelle, Definitely. Michelle and Elizabeth Warren ticket? Ladies going to run the world. Who run the world? Girls. Michelle and Warren. Yep. Michelle and Warren, I would vote for that ticket. Hell yeah. Absolutely. But also, shout out, glad RGB is A-OK, guys. Yeah. She broke a couple ribs, but she's still kicking. She all right. She, she gonna make it. She going to work tomorrow. She all right. Well, they don't work on Sundays, do they? She a bad bitch. It's all right. She a bad bee, though. Yeah. She a bad bitch. She a bad Bader Ginsburg. Oh. oh. Holla. Look at her. Oh, no. Yeah, someone at her. I'd love to have her on the podcast. I'd love to have her. She'd be. I would talk to her. I'd be like, "What's up? Tell me your ways." <laughs> Can't wait to see that movie about her that's coming out. How do you live forever and make differences? Teach me. She's queen. She is queen. She's queen. Life. I saw something. It was on the interwebs. It was a meme. Of course, it was. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like scientists have discovered person who will live to be 105 is already alive. Oh my god! And, and the person was like, "Please let it be RGB." Please, 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 please. <laughs> like, we can hope, right? Yeah. One can dream. Yeah. Anyways. So. But anyway, we kind of went off on a tangent there. We Sorry did. for... I probably lost like 10,000 people on my it's podcast. Fine. It's fine. Um, but... Let's keep talking about sex. Baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm reading... So I read the book Pussy. You read the book Faking It. Yes. And I need to read Faking It, and I think you need to read Pussy. Ugh. I have time. Maybe I'll find it on... It's on Audible or whatever. Yeah, it should be on there. But my thing with the female orgasm is... I don't think we put enough focus on it. Now, things have shifted. Yeah, things things have totally shifted. Things have totally shifted, and there's a lot more stuff available for the woman orgasm. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Like, you walk into a sex shop and, like, the male section is, like, this big. That is the only place you will walk in and, and feel appreciated is a sex shop. Yeah, as a woman. As a woman. Yeah. As a woman, that's, like, All of that there is for you. All of that is there for you. There's a small dude section mm-hmm. that's, like, cock rings and stuff like that. Now, again, granted, like, there's stuff in there that's, like, technically for women. I'm using air quotes that can be used by men on men mm-hmm. and that's fine but in general walking into a sex shop is just like i feel so appreciated right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. what i don't appreciate is these prices on these vibrators though fuck yeah i don't appreciate that either because it tasks like two dollars to make a vibe and a dildo and they sell them for like eighty dollars and i'm mm-hmm. like listen i i appreciate i appreciate that's why like, i shop online tbh oh yeah mm-hmm I don't shop online for my vibes. I usually go to Cindy's. Mm-hmm. That's because I used to work there. 
Heels. Yeah, I don't go to Cindy's to get them. I get them from Adam and Eve online. Oh. Or uh, Anthony got me something from Lalo. Lalo. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh man, I'm gonna. We're gonna dive into sex toys real quick. Have you seen? The new sex toy line that are like the dragons. No. <sighs> what? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, hold on, you guys. Hang we on. We have to pull this up on phones. Hang on. Dragon sex toys. Yeah, they're they're mean looking, but I kind of want one, even though I probably never use it. Hang on, let me go grab it. You have your phone, but I'll grab mine too. Wait, my phone's in here. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be candy. Bad dragon. Is that it? What is it? Baddragon.com. Bad Dragon, yeah. It's Bad Dragon. This is going to be hilarious. We all going to get Katie's candid response to this. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone go look up Bad Dragon Dillos. Oh my god. Ribbed for her pleasure. Yeah, no shit. Wow. Let me see. Which ones are you looking at? Just all of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys, this is some, like, Disney villain shit. It's intense. Now, I, I just want to reiterate, I don't have one, but I kind of fucking want one. The fuck is that? It's a I don't demogorgon. Know. You guys, this is called a demogorgon. And it looks like one. Oh my god. And it looks like one. This uh, is completely this is completely candid, guys. Like Katie has never seen Bad Dragon. This before. is a tentacle. Literally. There's a, a literal tentacle. tentacle. Yeah. You there's guys, a literal tentacle. A tentacle. You guys want to masturbate with a tentacle? Yep. I mean I don't. I mean, honestly, I might actually masturbate with a tentacle. They do have stuff for guys. Holy I, shit, I haven't seen this. I feel like I would actually masturbate with this tentacle. Really? I bet it feels awesome. I bet. Hang on. I mean, I'm into some weird mermaid shit, so. I need you to recognize that this is for men, and it is a literal molding of a werewolf muzzle. Okay. This podcast took a weird turn. Look at this. Um, where does that go? That goes, you put your dick on it. Or oh. in it. You put your dick in it. Okay. Let okay. me... You put your dick in it. It's one of Oh my god, things. they have alien heads for fleshlights. Look at this. Oh god. You're okay. Look at that. Wow. You put your dick in that. But okay, like, yes, that's weird, but they're it's kind of cool, right? I'm interested. I'm very intrigued. I would like to see if they have any butt plugs though. I kind of dig this. It's there, like a lime This green. is like a like little egg that looks like the world. Look at that. Let me see. That's legit. Mm-hmm. I kind of want that. I kind of want. Oh it. my god! What is that? I don't know if I'm. Ah uh, no, I'm not big enough for that. I don't know, like if I could take that. Uh, there's some y'all. This is some like weird fetish shit. If you guys are into some kinky weird, but they're kind of pretty. No, like I'm not knocking on any of it. I'm just saying, like nobody said weird was a bad thing. There are some very interestingly shaped options here. Just lots, lots really of great options, and I very much want one of these. I 
really should just tell Anthony about this website. This is actually a dragon. This is literally a dragon. You want to masturbate with a dragon? I've really, I've seen that one. I've seen the literal dragon. I thought that was cool. Fuck yeah. I want one of I really like this one. It's called the Kelvin. And I just think it looks pretty. Oh, I, that's underneath the dragon. Yeah, I think it just looks pretty. Um, I don't know which one I want, but I definitely want one. I think that these are shaped really great. This podcast took a weird turn, guys, but... <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, yeah, no, this is cool. Okay, okay, I, I kind of want that butt plug, though. Where did you see the butt plug? I don't know if it's a butt plug. It just says plug. Oh, okay. It says egg plug. And you know what? They're not... And you know what's really cool? You can select your size. So you can get small, medium, large, or extra large. It's really pretty. Extra large. No, I'm just playing. No, you can get small, medium, large, and extra large in your size, which I thought was cool. And you can select your firmness on your dildo. That's great. Isn't that awesome? I thought that was super cool. So, like, let's say I wanted a... Like, rubbery... Medium... Medium size, medium firmness, my total price would be $125. For one of their more expensive ones. Like, I think they have, like, $30 ones on here. Uh Uh-huh. Let me just check. Okay, this is a great, great website. I need to bookmark this page so that I can show Anthony later. Like, the egg plug that she was just talking about is $55. $55, yeah. That's not bad. And I bet you if you asked them for a discount, like, if you just messaged them and were like, hey, can I get a discount code? They might actually just be like, yeah. Yeah. Don't ever pay anything full for blah, blah, blah. don't ever pay for anything full price. Don't have to. Yeah. So baddragon.com is the name of the game. Bookmark. And it's great. I love it. Okay. I don't have any of their products. I just think they look pretty. Because I'm that type of person. Yeah. But if you get one, we should do a review. Yeah, we should. If you're down with that. I I that's a okay, I'm down. Yeah. yeah. I really would I those were great. I might do that. Yeah. I've been wanting a butt plug. Yeah. I have been wanting one as well. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I kind of want one that has a tail on it because I think that that's really fucking cute and I'm just weird enough for that to be something that I would be into. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with like that. A, like a raccoon tail or something or a fox tail. Probably a fox tail because everybody already associates fox shit with me. Same. I don't understand the fox thing. It's, it's, it's relatively recent, but a lot of people are like, foxes! Yeah, it's because you have red hair. I'm sure that's what I'm, it is. I'm sure that's what it is, but... I'm sure that's what it is. Whatever. It's always been mermaids. So. But, yeah, so that baddragon.com is great. Um, yeah. Maybe they'll send me a free dildo since I mentioned them on their podcast. Maybe. Who knows? I will uh, send this to them and be like, hey, I mentioned you on my podcast. Not sponsored, nothing like that, nothing like that. But, yeah, I just, I, I feel like people should have good sex toys. Yeah, and I feel like if you actually message them and we're like, hey, I have a, a podcast all about mental health, sexuality, and recovering from abuse um they would give you at least a discount probably yeah probably um but yeah so i i just i always feel like walking into a sex store it's like man i feel super appreciated here and this is amazing and i honestly think everybody should have at least one sex toy me too at least one that they like to use anyway for sure and i'm into it and i think that what? What Lilo. Oh, Lilo? Yeah. 
haven't heard of this site. Yep. I have some of their stuff. Anthony got me the um, pleasure kit for our anniversary this year. This That's past nice. year. And it had... Um, it had a little mini flogger, which honestly I was a little bit disappointed in because the silver ball on the bottom came off. Mm. But it's fine without it. I'm not that upset. Um, and it also had um, some of those those balls, those weighted balls, mm-hmm. you know, that wiggle around. I don't know what they're called. Benoit balls, maybe? Yeah, I think that's what they're called. Um, and then it had uh, some cuffs in it, too. Like, okay. not handcuffs, like, not not police handcuffs, but, like, uh, ribbon cuffs. Oh, okay, were, like, like, sash like, ties, yeah. Yeah, sash ties, I yeah. guess. They were, it was a leather cuff with a sash that you ran through it to tie. Oh, cool. That sounds pretty. But yeah, it's a really great set. I like it. And then I also have, a like, a double-ended vibrator that, like, moves from them. That oh, our, nice. One of our friends gave us. I really That's like awesome. that. It's great. Yeah, I like Lilo's stuff, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a... I used to work at Cindy's. Mm-hmm. And so I like all the stuff that they sell in there, too. And I just... I liked working for them. I thought it was a great place to work and a great environment. And, um, you know, I found out about Bad Dragon through a friend of mine. And they were like, have you seen these dildos? And I was like, that's a weird conversation opener, but mm-hmm. probably not. And, um... You know, because I'm, I'm the friend that's very open about stuff. You know, obviously I have this podcast and I talk about it all the time. And, you know, I'm just like, if you want to talk about sex, we can talk about sex on here. and Or just as a friend, I can talk about sex and your sex life. But yeah, I know being medicated, going back to that, circling back to that conversation, mm-hmm. you know, having an orgasm can be tough. And at first I was annoyed or I was, I, I wasn't annoyed. I was worried because sometimes I don't orgasm when, mm-hmm. like I said before, sometimes I don't orgasm when Ryan and I have sex. Mm-hmm. And that being said, it's kind of given me a new appreciation on sex. Yeah. Because now I view sex more as a connection than yeah. I ever have before. Yeah. Which sounds really sad, but when you're abused, and you go through a lot of the shit that I've been through. It's hard to have sex and have it not be focused on the physical aspect. Mm-hmm. Because getting attached to people is fucking scary. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I also have a tendency to be really attached to people. And since I've been on Lexapro, I've definitely noticed less of a physical like attachment to Anthony. I mean, it's not necessarily, like, a bad thing how much I was, like, attached, but more more along the lines of, like, I don't feel the need to be with him in all of the things that we do. Like, we don't have to do absolutely everything together anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's just, it's not even, like, a really big change, because it's not like we've made any changes to our hanging out routines. It's just that I don't have the reaction anymore that I had before. Does that make sense? It does make sense because I have a feeling that you were dealing kind of what with what what I was dealing with when Ryan wanted to do stuff by himself or like do stuff without me. You felt like you were being abandoned, mm-hmm. and that um, it weighs on you. Yeah, it does. And so and so now you feel that less, and you're able to function yeah 
function like a human being and, and be like, okay by yourself yeah be okay by yourself that's the point that's, that's the important part usually like 98 percent of the time that is like one of the main goals is learning to be okay by yourself and then the other part of the world is like learning how to be okay with other people <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel that because i've always been good by myself um i just never was very good about being around other people mm-hmm. for a long amounts of time that always just drove me crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was looking at other things on Lilo, trying oh, yeah. to find a nice butt plug. But so sorry, guys, can't recommend anything for that yet. But no, if you get that dragon can one, recommend other things. Yeah, if you get that dragon one, we should totally um, talk about it. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. I uh, maybe I can talk Anthony into getting me something like that for. Christmas? For my birthday. Oh, you're my birthday. When is your birthday? The 20th? 23rd. 23rd. Almost a Christmas baby. Mm-hmm. Almost a Christmas baby. Yeah. I need you a present. Oh, yay me. Yay. I gotta go shopping. Woohoo. What are yeah. you gonna get me? I don't, don't know tell. It's a secret. It's a secret. Mm-hmm. I am a, like, pretty much a grade A, like, fucking gift giver, though. That's why. Yeah. I really suck at gift giving, but I, like, insist on doing it, so... <laughs> You're like, I'm terrible at it, but I'm going to do it. I'm really good at wrapping the gifts, but I'm not the best at picking them. I think that I pick something really, really great, and it's like, not really the best thing ever. See, I don't have that problem. That's why I do all the shopping in this relationship. Mm. Ryan's a good gift giver, though. Like, he usually nails it with me. So. Anthony usually nails it with me. Yeah. (laughs) He usually nails me. Uh, Sex jokes. Uh, hilarious. I'm 12. I'm 12. I always am 12. So, um, hmm. but yeah, so I, I'm I'm definitely interested in this book that you have been talking about. I definitely need to read it, and mm-hmm. I rec- I'm going to recommend it to, like, everybody. Just like, because when I first read Pussy, uh, I recommended it to fucking everybody. Thug life. I did. Yeah, I, um, I haven't... I haven't been drawn to write this book on our Katie Reads. Katie Reads? Katie Budget Reads? Hashtag Katie Reads, I think is what it says on the board. We have a nice, we have a brand new whiteboard at the bookstore. Yeah. And I think it says hashtag Katie Reads on the back of it. But we have, like, markers there for people to write what they've read recently and write mm-hmm. recommendations for people. Haven't brought myself to put it on the whiteboard yet because I don't see um, very much of the clientele base in Katie being cool with that. Fair. That is a valid assessment. But I can definitely recommend it to people who come to the bookstore and come to me and ask for something along those lines. Yeah, for sure. Because it's a great book. And I really have enjoyed listening to it. And um, the author narrates it herself on the uh, audiobook recording of it. And she just really goes into a lot of really in-depth detail about why it is so elusive and and why it's different for every woman or and every person in general she doesn't just talk about the female orgasm she talks about orgasm in general about how um we sort of neglect this primal need that that we all inherently have and um out of all the things I think that humanity makes time for, I feel like sex is on the bottom ring. Yeah, almost which is really ironic because we have some of the most sex in our time period than we like than people have ever had. Yeah, 
Like, there is always, somebody's probably always having sex. Have you have you ever seen the movie Amelie? Uh-uh. Okay, it's a French movie, and the, I don't, I think it's the opening scene, but Amelie, um, so the, the movie's in French, and Amelie said, she, uh, it's a close-up of her face, and she's like, I wonder how many orgasms are happening in the world at this moment, or in France at this moment, or in the city, I don't remember, but I think it was just in the city. And then it goes into a montage of like snapshots of all these different scenes where there is sex happening. I'll have to show it to you one day. It's really, really great. But there's like a sex scene happening and it just like montages through all of these different very in-depth sex scenes. And it comes back to Amelie at the end of it. She's like, cans, which is 15 in Mm -hmm. French. She's she's like 15. And it's just... Where was I going with that? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my point is that like there's always there's always sex happening, but we don't really make time to talk about sex with our partners. And that's one of the things that she talks about in the books is like we we make we make the time to have the sex, but we don't make the time to talk about what we want out of the sex. I would argue that beyond that, we just don't make time for it. In our in America, I don't think we make time for it. We make time for so much other bullshit in our lives, mm-hmm. but we don't make time for sex, and we sure as shit don't make time to have the conversation about sex. Mm-hmm. And I want to like try and get off this stigma that scheduling sex is a bad thing. No, if you have to schedule sex into your daily life, if your life is really that structured, then like fucking do it because you need that shit. Well, not everybody needs it, but if you if it's something that you need in your life, like, and you have to schedule it, then fucking schedule it in. Yeah, like honestly, to schedule it in between soccer games and do what you got to do. Some PTA meetings are that structured. Yeah, like good for you. I don't. I, I wish I had my life together like that. No shit, right? I just feel like there's a bad stigma with the idea of having to schedule your sex. That sex should always be spontaneous. I don't think so. Mm -mm. I don't think sex should always be spontaneous. I think there's nothing wrong with scheduling a date night Mm -hmm. and And knowing that you're going to get laid. And knowing that you're going to get laid at the end. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know what my favorite thing is is when couples tell me that, like couples who are specifically married couples, tell me that they like will go out to a bar separately. Like, one will go with their girlfriend and the other will go with their guy friend. And um, they'll meet up at a bar and they'll role play, like, picking each other up again. Yeah. Like, it's the first time. And they'll go home and get laid. A lot of... Hell yeah, that is great. I think... That is healthy as fuck. I think it is, too. And a lot... And what's funny is I've listened to and uh, read several sex books by sex therapists and stuff like that. Like, I listen to podcasts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they'll recommend that. Mm -hmm. They'll recommend going to have an affair with your wife. Yeah. With your wife. Rent a hotel with your wife. Like, rent a... Like, be dirty about it. Mm -hmm. Like, go... Be a different person. Yeah. Be fucking dirty. Dress slutty. Do your makeup different. Mm -hmm. Be gross. Go to a gross bar Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then go to a hotel room and fuck each other's brains out. Yeah. And then go home and, like, cook breakfast or have kolaches or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking care what you do Whatever the fuck you decide to do. Yeah. The next morning. But that is actual legitimate advice that sex therapists have given. Yeah, like, look at what... And just, just humorous, you know, and, and try humorous. <laughs> and just try it for one night and like wake up in the morning and be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay then. Yeah. I went to a bachelorette party a couple of weeks ago and um, 
I was telling you about this already, wasn't I? I think so. I went to this bachelorette party a couple of weeks ago, and um, maybe it was even last weekend, and the bachelor party was also going on at the same time. So Anthony and I, um, we went to, we met, everybody met up at um, the bride's mother's apartment. And we split up and went our separate ways from the apartment. The guys went off and did their thing and we went off and did our thing. And then we all met up at Prohibition at the end of the night Mm -hmm. and saw the burlesque show together at separate tables. And that was the greatest thing because we were all the ladies. We were all in the very, very back of this like long table that we had like the best view of the stage, like everything. We saw everything Mm -hmm. and the actors were like coming behind us and everything. Um, And then the guys had another a really really great spot right at the foot of the stairs their table was right at the foot oh of yeah the i stairs. know what you're talking about yeah because i've been to prohibition yeah prohibition if you guys have never been there it's like the single greatest burlesque bar in houston i don't know if it's the only one but it's definitely the best one i shout out don't steal my idea um i'm gonna bring in 2020 at prohibition i've already decided because we're going into the roaring 20s and you can't the tell me life. differently Nice. You cannot tell me differently that we're not bringing the 20s back. Fashion, music. Please. Cars. Please. All of it. Down. We're bringing the 20s back in 2020. So 2019, New Year's Eve, I'm going to be at Prohibition. I'm about it. Bringing in the 20s like Gatsby. Yeah. Fight me. Anyway, so we went to this to this um, show at Prohibition. And it was great because we, we had decided that we were all going to play different people that night. We were like, come up with your own persona, your, you know, and you've never met your significant other before because all of the ladies' significant others were with the guy. That's fun. Yeah. So it was really, really great. And um, the guys were all at the foot of the stairs and every time some one of the dancers came up and like got all personal and physical with them, we were like crazy loud about it. Like, Wah! like screaming and hooping mm-hmm. and hollering and um like anthony gave one of the girls a kiss and one of the other guys at the table took off one of the other girls glove i think the the groom the future groom got the boa it was great man <laughs> we were having so much fun watching that and then they all like respectively took us home at the end of the night like mm-hmm. different people anthony was uh rico a uh a porno porno director <laughs> and i was i was i was gabrielle gabrielle a literary magazine editor <laughs> yeah yeah did, did, tell me that Anthony like got a mustache or something. No, he didn't. Damn it! But he has he. Has I know. He, I know he He's has like, facial hair. He has all of that already. So but I would have loved anything. it if he just like shaved it off. Anthony is Hispanic. Just for anybody who doesn't know, he's half Hispanic, half Cajun. Yeah, half Hispanic, half Cajun. Um, but I would have laughed so hard if he had like rented a blonde mustache. <laughs> You know what funny. I mean? That would have been amazing. I would have signed up. But, like, kept his hair dark. Mm-hmm. That would have been amazing. That would have been great. Porn stash. Yeah. Legit porn stash. Legit. Oh, my God. But it was great, you know? Like, so it's it's something to, to spice, spice things up a little bit. I think that's something that people also need to be a little bit more open about. And I don't mean open. Like, you got to tell fucking everybody about it. But be open to the idea of, like butt plugs and bondage yeah and i got tied up a couple of weeks ago not by anthony by one of my friends and oh my god that was awesome it's fun it's pretty cool it's fun i used to be a dominatrix yeah a lot of people don't know that yeah um i got tied up like shibari style nice like with with rope and fancy 
art bondage. It was mm-hmm. really cool. That's fun. Yeah, I liked it. I want to do it again. Do it. Get in there. Was these these are the friends that you tried to get mm-hmm. me out? Yeah, they haven't responded to me. They broke up. <sighs> Can I at least have one of them on? I bet you Sarah would come on. Sarah, okay. Sarah, come on my show. Sarah would totally come on your show. <laughs> she would totally come on your show too. <laughs> not that kind of show it's not that not yet (laughs) it's not yet that kind of show we'll see where that where it goes um but but yeah. yeah she has another friend um who is also a friend of mine forrest who who does the stuff too so maybe they can both come on together that would be a fun thing that'd be legit i'd love to have them on so just like i'll see what i can talk them into sweet much appreciated yeah for sure but yeah i feel like there's more to sex than missionary guys Mm -hmm. there's more to sex than missionary i mean there's so there's so much more to sex than just vaginal penetration yeah that there's too. so much more to sex than penetration period honestly sometimes the best fun i have is just focusing on ryan mm-hmm. that's some of the best fun i have and that's probably like i know i'm gonna get people in my inbox going i'll show you a good time gross like don't be gross first mm-hmm. of all second of all it's not about like Ryan does a good job. We've been mm-hmm. together almost five years. Do you yeah. think I'd still be here if he didn't? Right, exactly. I'm not about having bad sex in my life. No, thank you. I'm I, not here for that. Anthony and I, uh, we had sex the other morning. And oh, what morning was it? I think it was like Friday morning right before I went to school. And um, he smiled. And there was something about that smile that just really got me, you guys. Like... Like, just, I, I can't, I don't know how to explain that to you. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just that, that, that there's something deep in the pit of my womanly stomach that lights on fire when I see him smile in that kind of pleasure. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel so powerful. No, I actually understand completely what you're talking about. Okay. I do. Because I get it. Thanks. Uh, and, <laughs> well, and I also have a cum fetish. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I don't like. Nah, I'm not a swallower. I don't. I don't like it to be anywhere. Oh, I'm not either. I don't like to be. I, I'm not like big on like it being on me, and I'm not a swallower either. I don't um, like it to be in this region. I um, what I mean by cum fetish is I'm I very much get the most pleasure out of him coming. Oh, I see what you mean. That's what I mean. I don't mean like I like. I don't want him to like sprinkler it on me or anything like. That. Got it. I was like. <laughs> No, I I think that that is incredible. I I used to have a boyfriend who like wanted to come in my face, and I think that that is so degrading. And that's gross, man. Gross. Like I don't fucking want that shit in my eyelashes or like or my eyebrows, dude. Like, like gross. I had a guy. I dated a guy who had a cum fetish like that. Like had a legitimate cum fetish, fucking and he nasty. loved coming on me. And I told him I was like. Listen, I'm open to it, but it's got to be, like, from the chin down. Man. Right? Like, I'll let you come on my stomach. I'll let you come on my back. I'll let you come on my ass. My tits. My boobs. Don't come on my face. Don't come on my face. Gross. Yeah. Don't not, do it. Not attractive. It's not attractive. and That is not cute, guys. It's not. It's really, really not. And... I mean, some girls may be like that, but porn's not always not always truthful. And why 
does porn always have to end like that? Not all porn ends that way, though. I know, but a lot of porn does. Yeah. A lot of porn does end like that. And I, um, I don't know. Like, I just... I'm just not a fan of having it come anywhere. Anywhere near my face. Anywhere that I will have to, like, really shower about it afterwards. Like, bathe. Well, that's why I told my ex. I was like, listen, I'm fine with it. Just chin down, man. Chin down. Chin down. Like, neck down. Neck down for you. I don't, like, hair down. Hair down. Like, small section between your decollete and your your stomach. (laughs) Hair down. Sorry, this is not a face for radio, you guys. But yeah, like right above the boob line, like like the, the cleavage, the pretty part of the cleavage line mm-hmm. down. That is that is where I will take it. I don't like it in my face. I don't know anybody who does. I'm sure they exist. Well, some women really do. Some women some, really do. Some women really like to swallow too. And I'm yeah. just, I don't, they, it's not necessarily, it's a texture thing for me. I just, it's a... It feels like it gets stuck in my throat yeah. afterwards, and then I can't enjoy the rest of my experience. This is gonna like I'm making myself gross by thinking about it, but honestly, guys, it feels like mucus. It does. It feels like snot. Yeah, it's, it's not a pleasant thing to swallow. It's not. It, I, so, I don't care how much fruit you eat. Yeah, how much water you drink. Yeah, it's not. It's doesn't have anything to do with the taste. The taste is actually really kind of a turn on, probably sometimes. Sometimes it's the texture. It's entirely the texture. I cannot get it out of my throat after I swallow, and it makes me want to puke. Yeah, it tastes like or it doesn't taste like snot. It just feels. Like it just snot. feels like snot. It just feels like mucus and snot. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. It's, sorry, sorry to get gross. But sorry, sorry to burst your bubble, guys. But it yeah. is not cute. It's not cute. It's not attractive. It's not not something that I enjoy. So we're right, probably a little bit over an hour now. Um, yeah, we're a little bit over an hour. It's not bad. Um, so in terms of sex and sex advice and everything like that, you recommend faking it. Huh, faking it is a good book. For Not sure. actually faking it. Please don't actually Please fake don't. it. No, actually, the book argues that faking it can can be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, faking it probably does women a huge disservice in regards to um, like women women as a whole. It does women as a whole a huge disservice in the regards that it kind of like takes takes the ball out of our court it makes it makes it makes guys feel like sex is about them Mm -hmm. and sex is not necessarily ultimately ultimately about the woman either it should be a mutual experience and and when a woman fakes it it's you're you're voluntarily taking yourself out of that equation yeah so don't fake it read faking it also don't have sex when you don't want to don't have sex if you don't want to I feel like that's a big thing that I should, before we close out the podcast, I, I want to make that kind of like the mission statement of this podcast. Don't have sex if you don't want to. Male, yeah. male female, And trans, I whatever. think it's also important to note that nothing that you are wearing or nothing that you say or no matter how much you've had to drink or not drink or whatever gives any man the consent that you have not verbally expressed to touch you in any way, sexually or otherwise. Nope. And if that happens, call me. I will fight that motherfucker. Katie and I will both fight. 
I've been sexually assaulted before, so. Same. Hashtag so. me too. Hashtag me too. So Katie and I will both come fight for you. It's fine. Yes. We'll come. We'll come. And we'll come fight too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm five. I love terrible puns and jokes. It's okay. We're yes. here for it. Here for it. But yeah, dude, I uh, don't, don't, don't fake it unless you just have a really good reason to, which I don't understand what the reason would be to fake an orgasm, but also just don't have sex when you don't want to. Cause I feel like that's when most faking it happens mm-hmm. when you're just like, fine, whatever, just get it over with. Mm-hmm. That's a bad attitude to have about mm-hmm. sex. And a lot, a lot of times people will fake it if they're in like an abusive situation. And mm-hmm. in which case, like if you have to fake it, like to save your life, keep fucking faking it. But also please know that you can reach out and there are other ways of continuing with your life that don't include having to fake it because you're an abuse survivor you're a domestic violence survivor right yeah 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 there are there are ways of getting out of your situation and it really just takes one moment of courage the rest of the rest of you can be fucking scared as hell all it takes is one single moment of courage to step out of it Mm -hmm. and You'll be okay. You'll be all right. You will be all right. Well, I think I'm going to end the podcast on that note today. Thank you so much for coming on, Katie. I think this was a lot of fun. My pleasure. And let me know if you get that bad dragon toy. Yes. And we yes. can talk about it. And we can also talk about my erotic fiction the next yes. time. That Have you started writing it or are you? No, but I'm going to. It's going to well, be a thing. Maybe if you you help me with my philosophy paper, I'll help you get started on that. Yay. We can have. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna get started on my erotic fiction tonight. That's crazy. No, no, no. But soon, soon, definitely. Yeah. I'll encourage you. It'll be fine. Woo! It'll be fine. Women rise by lifting other women. Yeah. Uh-huh. Straighten the crown. You didn't know it was gripping. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Hashtag Bay. Yes. So, guys, if you have any questions for the podcast or just want to write in and talk to me or yell at me about stuff, that's fine too. You can write me in at authenticallymental at gmail.com. Thank you for listening in, and I will see you on the next one. Have a great rest of your day. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> and that was Katie's exit. <laughs> and I will see you guys on the next one. Bye, guys. <laughs>